We've been watching big tech. It's been leading the markets higher. And our next guest says that is likely to continue. Mike Bailey joins us, director of research at FBB Capital Partners, to explain to us why big tech is still a bull call here as we see the Nasdaq at a new high. Your thoughts? Yeah, great, great question. So uh, yeah, we're seeing uh, NASDAQ outperform the broader markets. So question might be, why is that happening? Uh, the Fed is sort of easing up on the brakes. That's generally good for kind of high growth companies. There's a lot of that in the NASDAQ. So we're seeing that flow through today. So that's the very short term outlook. You know, I think for us, we generally want to own stocks through a full life cycle. So we do think longer term. And we see a lot of growth left uh, in tech. You know, certainly a lot of mega trends out there. That's kind of a big fancy word, but you know, e-commerce growing very nicely. You can look at cloud computing or online advertising. Um, we investors know about these themes. Uh, some investors may think maybe we're played out or we're in latter innings, but you know, we would see the other side of that. We do see a lot of growth ahead, and uh, in fact, we see pretty attractive valuations for some of these companies. So, in our book, you know, that's the type of business you can own in size you know, for a number of years, even at these valuations. Yeah, and we talk about valuations and, you know, you tell me some of the FANG names are on your list. You still think there's room to run for names like Google, Facebook and, and uh, Amazon? Absolutely. So, you know, those are some of the names that we like. You know, we can start with Amazon, for example. So it's doing a great job with across the board. E-commerce, a little bit of a hiccup, but cloud computing growing nicely on online ads, really generating a lot of profits for them. Amazon is trading cheaper than Costco. So, you know, if you think about, you know, a very high quality retailer versus a massive mega growth tech company, Amazon, what would you rather pay a higher multiple for? I think I'd rather own Amazon here. So a lot, a lot of growth ahead and pretty attractive. Um, we can even look at a Facebook, for example. Um, Facebook's actually trading cheaper than the overall um, S&P. So again, I have pretty high confidence Facebook's going to be able to grow at least as fast as a broader market, probably faster for a number of years. Oh, by the way, it's cheaper. So those are a couple of stocks that we do like. And again, a lot, a lot of uh, long-term growth themes here that I think are pretty favorable in big tech. Right. And so when you talk about uh, Amazon and, and Google and Facebook, I also think of Apple and Microsoft. Now, those are two huge names that so many people own, whether it may be in an index or an ETF or some retirement fund. Your thoughts on those two, Apple and Microsoft? Absolutely. Again, good good quality businesses. We certainly own them. You know, I think uh, for for those types of businesses, maybe you own about the same size as overall market. You know, perhaps a, a hair less. You know, we we like a lot of the big uh, sort of long term growth themes in tech. Some of the other ones may be a little bit more attractive, whether it's Amazon or Facebook. But I still think Apple, Microsoft are reasonable. Uh, Apple, for example, uh, that was starting to look expensive a few months ago. It's actually starting to look a, a bit more compelling here. Last couple of quarters, earnings are just blowing away investors. So earnings are up. Stock is not moving a whole lot, so that, that makes it look a little bit more attractive. Microsoft, a little bit of the opposite. Investors are really just loving what they're doing. A lot of growth at Microsoft, so certainly not a dirt cheap stock here, but I think it's very compelling. A couple of wrinkles with the business that are starting to drip in a few price increases out there for their some of their software products. Those price increases fall straight to the bottom lines. A lot of earnings growth coming out of that. You can connect that with cloud computing, some of the things that they're doing, so still pretty compelling at Microsoft. Right. All right. Um, I also wanted to turn your attention to some other sectors. I know I think you had Salesforce on your list as well, but I, I think financials and healthcare, which could come under, I think they came under a little pressure today, finally, by the end of the day. Tell me about Salesforce financials and healthcare. Are these all investments, do you think, for the long term? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think there's certainly the, the, there are big sectors. I think you do want to participate there, you know, in a diversified portfolio. So maybe we could start with Salesforce and still on the, the technology theme. Uh, stock was kind of in the doghouse for almost a year. They went out and announced this huge acquisition of Slack. There's been this pattern with Salesforce where they, they make a big splash, announce a big deal, stock sort of trades nowhere for a while. And then they, they close the deal, they really execute and the stock comes back. So I think we're at the early innings of kind of the, the, the latest iteration here. And so I, I do see nice quarter coming out of Salesforce. It just closed the deal. So I think that's going to be favorable. Again, a good business to own and it's basically pure uh, cloud computing. Uh, some of the other sectors, financials and healthcare, maybe I'll start with healthcare. I actually used to cover that for a while. So spent some time in the space. Uh, one of the names, it's a little bit of a stretch, but you could argue it's a crossover with tech. Um, Danaher uh, is a sort of a life sciences company. They're really all uh, selling all the picks and shovels, creating some of the COVID vaccines. So just a massive amount of growth going into that. There's some fairly high tech um, products and services going into that. So a business like that, I think you can own healthcare with a sort of a growth theme behind that. So that's, that's pretty compelling. Um, financials as well, again, maybe a little bit of, of some volatility today. Uh, some high quality companies out there. You know, I think you can certainly, the blue chips are there. You can take a look at it. We like some of the regional banks, for example. We think that's something where you can get pretty high quality growth. A lot of the, the, the um, regionals are gaining shares. So that's something that maybe the bigger banks aren't quite able to do. Uh, and buying back stock, doing some good things. So that, that's a good sort of place to, to be. Uh, but yeah, I think those are a lot of themes here and, and kind of at the early stages of probably a multi-year economic recovery, banks are a good place to be. They're going to be growing with GDP, maybe a little bit faster, gaining share uh, and doing some buybacks. So some pretty compelling ideas out there in particular in regional banks. As we've heard now, Mike, from the Fed, right? Jay Powell spoke today. Friday, we will get a jobs report a week from today. Your thoughts on the macroeconomic recovery. Are we, are we doing okay here? Sure. So I think at this point, as a, as a snapshot, we're just getting over this hump of kind of this inflation panic. And I'm sure two or three months ago, everyone's worried that inflation is going to take off. It's going to be 1970s all over again. It does seem like that's starting to roll over. And I think Jay Powell made some comments there. So that's, that's definitely a good thing. We can sort of check the box there. We're not going to see mass inflation. Uh, I, certainly some other growth type of concerns. So if the economy is not overheating, you know, is it going to cool down too much? Or you know, Delta variants, is that an issue? And I think Jay Powell sort of alluded to that a little bit. So my sense is we're, we're definitely getting closer to a, a much better picture for the economy. I definitely think uh, Powell called out uh, the jobs. Certainly we lost millions of jobs uh, with COVID. There's still a, a hole there we have to fill in. So I, I do think we need a little bit more room to run there on the job side, but we could be six right. months perhaps from really filling that in. I think we'll be in much better shape at that point. Mike, it's wonderful to chat with you about all of this. Thank you very much. Mike Bailey, Director of Research at FBB Capital Partners. Thank you.